Today, we're going to continue walking through the book of Acts. We're in Acts chapter 1, verse 15 through verse number 26 today. Today, we are going to observe the appointing of an apostle who is going to take the place of Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's read the Bible together, beginning in verse 15 of the book of Acts, chapter 1. The Bible says, During these days, Peter stood up among the brothers. So Peter becomes the natural leader of the apostles. Of course, we know that uh, there were many times in the life and ministry of Jesus that Peter seemed to be uh, kind of the leader of these guys. And indeed, it is considered uh, scripturally uh, to be proof that Peter was probably the oldest of all of the disciples. And that being when taxes came due, you remember that Jesus went to Peter and it was only the two of them, it seems, that owed taxes because Jesus told Peter to go down and cast his line out into the water. He pulls in a fish, there's a coin in his mouth, and now he's able to pay his taxes and Jesus' taxes. And the idea is that the other apostles were actually under tax paying age, which would have been around the age of 18. Most people believe that the apostles, when they began to follow Jesus, were just teenagers, uh, which would not have been an, 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 an unordinary uh, custom or unordinary thing in that day. Uh, most, uh, most young Jewish men, they would actually follow a rabbi in their teenage years. And so Jesus would have been um, no exception to that rule in that he would have called young teenage men to come alongside of him in his ministry. And indeed, these guys would come alongside of Jesus and they would do great things for the Lord Jesus Christ as we saw yesterday. Peter seems to be the oldest of them, so he becomes the natural leader of the disciples. He stands up and it says that there were about 120 people gathered together. And Peter says in verse 16 of Acts 1, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled that the Holy Spirit, through the mouth of David, spoke in advance about Judas, who became a god to those who arrested Jesus. For he was one of our ministry and was allotted a share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field with his unrighteous wages. He fell head first and burst open in the middle and all of his insides spilled out. This became known to all the residents of Jerusalem so that in their own language that field is called Halkadema. That is the field of blood. For it is written in the Psalms, let his dwelling become desolate, let no one live in it, and let someone else take his position. So Judas, after betraying the Lord Jesus Christ, he comes full of remorse, throws the change back at the, uh, the Sanhedrin and those that he had uh, acquired the 30 pieces of silver from. And then Judas goes to a field and he hangs himself. Now, if you journey today to Jerusalem, there's a place, if you're standing at Caiaphas' palace, you can actually look off the balcony, and there's, in the midst of this big city, all these houses and all these buildings, there's this little piece of green land, a little piece of green property, just down at the bottom of the Kidron Valley, just, just down near what is called Gehenna. Just down that way, there's a little tiny green field there, and it is known even to this day as the field of Judas. And nothing is built on that field even today. This is the field that was acquired by Judas. It becomes known as the field of blood. So where Judas would have hung himself, his insides spilled out. What a horrible death 
this man died. Now, the other guys, they were martyrs for the Lord Jesus Christ. They took the gospel and the message of the resurrection to the ends of the earth, and they suffered greatly for the cause of Christ. They are in heaven today. Judas, on the other hand, he went and hung himself. He had went out in darkness. Satan himself had taken up residence in Judah's body, John tells us. And Judas today, of course, did not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior. And Judas today suffers in hell because of his actions and his choice to reject the Messiah. The Bible tells us here that Peter says in verse 21, Therefore, from among the men who have accompanied us during the whole time, The Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day he was taken up from us. From among these, it is necessary that one become a witness with us of his resurrection. Now, here is is the mark of apostleship. Okay, so there are many today that call themselves apostles. You might hear this in some denominations. They'll say the apostle such and such. Uh, is coming to give a message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we think about apostle, the term apostle does mean sent one. So in that case, yes, there can be apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ today because that the, just the name meaning means sent one, and it could be any of us who are sent out to preach and teach the good news. However, the, the New Testament office of apostle is is designated only to those who what? Who were with the Lord Jesus Christ from his baptism until his ascension and were witnesses of his resurrection. Okay? So so here's the folly of people today who call themselves apostles. Once again, in essence, yes, we are all apostles and that we are all sent. But as for an official office in the church today, Somebody saying they have the call of apostleship on them. No, 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 no. No one today can hold that office. No one today can hold that official title in the church. Why? Because they didn't walk with Jesus while he was on this earth. They did not see him baptized. They did not see him taken up. And they did not see him after the resurrection. There were a select few individuals who had been with Jesus the entire time. They had watched him be baptized. They had walked with him in his life. They had seen him die. They had seen him resurrect. They were with him after his resurrection. They were witnesses of all the things he did. And now these individuals have the specific office in the New Testament as apostle. Now what's amazing here is the Bible tells us that there are some of those that walked with Jesus and were with him the entire time that were not appointed as one of his original 12. But we remember that there was a point in Jesus' ministry where he had 70 that he sent out. So we know that there were 12 that Jesus handpicked, but there were others that did follow Jesus everywhere he went. So now there are two names that rise to the top. The Bible says they proposed two. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice, and Matthias. And then they prayed, and they said, You, Lord, know the hearts of all. Show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this apostolic service that Judas left to go to his own place. Then they cast lots for them, and the lot fell to Matthias, so he was numbered with the eleven. So here you have Matthias and Joseph, two men who had been with Jesus his entire ministry, and these two guys have now risen to the top, and they're going to decide which one is going to hold the official title 
of apostle. And the Bible tells us they cast lots, which is a custom of that day, and the lot fell to Matthias. And on that day, Matthias became known as one of the twelve. The, the official office of apostleship had fallen on him. And friends, we know from history that Matthias is another one who would go and suffer greatly for the cause of Christ, even dying a martyr's death. It's interesting because in the Bible, after this story, you hear nothing else about Matthias. This is the only time that we see him. However, this man must have been some sort of godly man for the apostles to say, you know what, if we're looking for a guy to fill this slot, Matthias has to be considered. And so friends, today we think about our churches. Now the office of apostle is not a uh, an, an official office, but there are many other offices. There are many other positions inside the church today. Are you living your life in such a way that when one of those things come open, that those elders in your church, those deacons in your church might say, you know, if we're looking to, to put somebody in that position, there's one name that rises to the top. And that person has proven to be an individual who carries the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and his testimony. And we know that that's the person that we need to fill the spot. Friends, I pray that that's the type of life you live. I pray that's the type of reputation you have. If it's not, then I ask you today to just pray and ask God to give you the wisdom, to give you the spirit, to keep walking for him that others might see your reputation and honor what God is doing in your life. Friends, I pray that God would bless you as you go through the day, and I'll see you next time on New Horizons.